Alright, movie dopers, let's do this frozen commentary. You hit play on your copy when I hit the space bar in five, four, three, two, one. Alright, so let's start early. Um, this chanting. Pays off more in the sequel, uh, I feel. It resonates more once you have the sequel, but I'm going to be criticizing this movie completely based on its own merits because if you couldn't tell by the title, this is a hate commentary, and I hate almost exactly half of this movie, and the start does not do it any favors for me. Uh, a lot of people's criticism that this was a uh, rip-off, a poor rip-off of Lion King. Yeah, uh, totally get that. I would have just seen this as boring. Not boring, but pointless, and I don't understand its significance for the rest of the film. Because uh, it doesn't come back until the second movie. And I think the end of the second movie, uh, you know, as it is. But that movie was six years later as a sequel. Um, and I like Frozen 2. I don't love it, but I like it. And I think it really, really benefits from having a single writer. Which this one had how many writers? Uh, <laughs> I can look that up on IMDb right now as we start. But yeah, we go with this and then uh, one of the... Dumbest scenes to include, in my opinion. The ice. We don't need this. We do not need this scene uh, at all. We don't need this song. We don't need this history of Kristoff that can all come later. Uh, he can just say it. I know there's a rule of show, don't tell. But, uh, oh, writers. Well, it says five writers, but one is... Inspired by the short film, or the short story. Huh. We don't need to see Kristoff as a kid. We don't need more, well, they need more toys. So there's story by credit by, for four people, one uh, Hans Christian Andersen, and then Chris Buck, Jennifer Lee, Shane Morris, all story by, and then screenplay by Jennifer Lee. That makes me think that Shane Morris and Chris Buck maybe were writers earlier. Uh, and it just changed enough that Kristen Bell got the full credit. Or Jennifer Lee, sorry. Frozen 2 has a lot of writing credits too. Story buzz. Uh, I remember in the movie it just said written by Jennifer Lee. That's interesting. Same writers. Well, never mind. I was trying to give this a little more uh, credit, kind of like Big Hero 6 for having so many writers, and I thought I had heard that this one had a bunch of writers in early reviews, but uh, yeah, all this cut. I'm also going to rewrite it as we go uh, by saying what I would cut, what I would keep. Uh, and there's one song in sequence that I think is perfect. I'm going to keep that to myself until we get there. But all that Unnecessary. We can start the movie... Well, no, I don't want this backstory either. Alright, so my version of the backstory is... They can start young. 
there are uh, a group called the Cursed, who are now people of lore, who are essentially mutants, and <laughs> and now they find out. The parents find out that Elsa has power. She is a cursed, and they try to hide it. They hid it from Anna. Oh, this is so cute. But they hide it from Anna because Anna will tell everybody if she finds out. So they try going around uh, and keep leaving with Anna with the, like the the lady of the house, not the not the queen, but like the caretaker of the house. As they go and travel and try to find a cure, and Alice is getting more and more panicked. And one night they're gonna stop at a town. They're not quite to possibly a cure. But it's getting late and they're going to stop early. And they're so close. They're like an hour away. But So Elsa begs, please, we're almost there. Um, <laughs> I do love this. It is very cute. Um, and then she begs them to keep going. So they keep going and they fall asleep. Or maybe there's wolves. So, you know, be like, uh, you know, Belle's father in Beauty and the Beast. I hate this so much. Um... But, uh, yeah, they end up crashing and dying, and it is Elsa's fault, and she feels that guilt. Not in the sequel. Not later, when they finally justify one of the dumbest things that I hate in the movie. Uh, the shipwreck. But it is her, her fault. And then the housekeeper uh, of the castle gets high in her own supply, being the adult and being in control that she shelters Elsa, that she puts the conceal don't feel on her, and there's no rock trolls. Hate rock trolls in this movie. They don't have any purpose. And thankfully, they serve less purpose in the sequel. They serve no good purpose. For me. And especially their song later, uh, Fixer Upper. We don't need. Kristoff here and Sven. Alright, but that's in my rewrite. Kristoff uh, and Sven serve literally no purpose here. Like, the rock trolls technically do, but I don't like the rock trolls. So, cut them out. <laughs> Hmm. 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 All right, they maybe they're not called the cursed, but something that's scary. This doesn't make any sense. And who cares? Like, this is dumb. I leave the fun. I'm gonna hate commentary, so I'm sorry. And I will ruin uh, the movie for you if you love it. I've already ruined it for my aunt, my cousins who are close... Oops. Who are closer to uh, the age of my daughter. Um, I've ruined this beginning.
And we'll make her scared. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense. Once Anna sees that her power is later in the movie, she doesn't just have a nervous breakdown. I, I like this song, but I hate everything that happens. Like, what are they, seven? Or like five? And then, over the course of the song, she literally locks her sister out of a door for f 13 to 15 years. Wait, not 15. 11 to 13 years. Super cute song. <laughs> and I remember when I told some one of my friends about this, they were like, yeah, she's kind of like, uh, you know, Anna's kind of mentally unbalanced. Like, she's been experiencing cabin fever for literally 13 years. Or at least, you know, disconnection from her sister. And then kind of cabin fever once her parents die but she is older before the parents die <sighs> and now they die for no purpose no actual purpose in this movie it's retconned later not good enough <laughs> said she's could be mentally unbalanced because of all this isolation but it doesn't actually show on her face or in her you know in her mannerisms they responded to me hating in her next song how it just turns on a dime from hey the doors are open maybe I'll meet the one and I always hated that turn on the dime it was such whiplash. And I love everyone in this movie. You know, all the actors, voice actors, the main cast especially. Oh, chef's kiss. But <sighs> three years later now. So they were fifteen. Or I guess they're not the same age, but like I just looked it up before the 
recording this, and one of them is 18 at this point. I think Elsa. So. Uh, <laughs> so yeah there would be that for me it would be uh like this it would have that she would be uh very guilty for her parents death they she has to be dishonest but they haven't like actually fractured their relationship they haven't cut off contact from each other for these like 13 years or whatever it's just, they've faded. She knows there's a wedge between them. Anna knows that there's... And he is a villain. That guy is a villain. The Whistleton. Weaselton. <laughs> but they've grown apart. And... Yeah, love this. Love this detail. But, uh... Yeah, they've kind of grown apart. She knows that there's something that else is just holding her at arm's length for... Love this. Um, and that's how their relationship is. It's kind of just fractured. And Elsa feels super guilty about her parents' death. So she kind of goes through a Lion King thing of Simba feeling isolated from his role. And her feeling isolated from her role and her relationship. Uh, like she's not worthy and she should shrink away. And I, I did like this song. I do like it. And I like the idea of Han wanting to marry her, not for love. But I don't like that he's a villain. That's really stupid. Which is the one criticism I think everyone <laughs> agrees on. That I can tell. This danger is for the first time in forever. There'll be music. There'll be light. I love this song. This is a great information, uh, or uh, you know, character through song for Anna. And in the rewrite, it's cool. Like Elsa and the the lady of the house, the you know, or the keeper of the castle, can make it so they lock the gates. And, like, the the housekeeper of the castle, kind of serving, like, a evil stepmother role of, like, a Cinderella. <laughs> Love that. And encouraging the keeping Anna at arm. I hate this chocolate shit. Only because, even though it is a female writer... Uh, ultimately credited that and the other chocolate joke, especially the other chocolate joke, feels like a guy try who's really bad at being trying to be a feminist, pro-feminism writer. <laughs> He's like, it's like a guy was writing a script and just thought was like channeling the meme "bitches love chocolate." <laughs> you know, like, well, you know, bitches do love chocolate. So, that's feminist. Uh, but the bone I have to pick with chocolate is especially their first meeting. And love this song. 
under different context in the rewrite I would like to do, I would love it even more. Like, how fascinating it would be. Like, she, there's no reason for her to hide the, 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 her powers. But if she thinks that her whole kingdom will try to kill her if they find out that she has powers, including her sister, so much more room for conflict. And I understand this is all with hindsight, but like, mm, it's just knowing what could have been. Uh, I could have really loved this film, and I have... Oh, uh, another big issue that I forgot to mention is that because her sister locks her out of her room for like 13 years, I think that's canon, 13 years, and Anna never calls her like the Disney version of a B-word, and she doesn't even bring up the conflict until later, you know? Mm-hmm. So cute. He just shouldn't be a villain. <sighs> I still think he should want to marry her for for the wrong reasons. That's great. But that evil turn of things is dumb. <laughs> By the way, I'm re-watching this today of all days because I'm doing a podcast with my buddy Christian about my issues with this and I wanted it fresh in my mind and we'll also be talking about Frozen 2. So if you like that, either check out the YouTube, Facebook channels or uh, on what podcast network you're listening What a great moment. This is all perfect. This in it in a bubble. I maybe would have liked Anna to have like a moment of seeing her sister come in and be like, holy shit, that's Elsa.
I was just chilling. She's not freaking out right now because she's seen her sister for the first time in 13 years. She should have been having reactions. I love this reaction here, too, but earlier as well. moment. Ugh. Hey, they haven't seen each other in 13 years. How are they? What's the thing that's going to make them laugh? That's going to make them connect again? Oh, you know, bitches love chocolate. They both smell chocolate. This would have worked much better if they were at arm's length. And he should still be a, he should be a real villain. He can uh, team up with the evil uh, caretaker of the castle. false see this is good mm. I just realized I called him Han earlier instead of Hans I also find it interesting that they make the villain have the same name as the original author. Maybe that's a misdirect. Or the villain turn came late in the writing process. this song. That's great character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
doors in my face. And suddenly I bump into you. I'm searching my whole life to find my own place. <laughs> With you. And before love is an open door, was an open door. Love is an open door with you, with you, with you, with you, with it's open door. Hmm. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> all right, this is another song I wouldn't change at all. But it's not my favorite one of the song, or the movie. This is definitely less of a favorite than mine, considering his evil turn. It spoils it on a rewatch. Door! Door! I'm not a singer. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Another great scene. I would change nothing about this in my rewrite. And now this has even more weight because she knows everyone in her kingdom and the other kingdoms will want to kill her because they think she's one of the cursed. And they think all those people were evil. 
And maybe that's the horrible, bigotist nickname they have for the uh, people who live in the forest in the sequel. I don't remember their actual name. All this. Perfect. Still like this touch. Maybe in my rewrite, because I like how him not wanting her to get hurt is because he wants to become, you know, a prince or a king or whatever there and have that land for his own. Um, but in my rewrite, I would add a, do you want to get married before you leave line just so he can try to lock in that position before she is at risk. But that not change much. I have... This is the catchiest song in the whole movie. And I have issues with how it does filler. Because some of it is just like... Uh, cut that out. Come up with something else. I do love that in the sequel she's embarrassed of this moment. Yeah. Only because now she's like six years older. 
and you always look back at what you do when you're 18, no matter how actually positive it is, and just be like, oh, that, that was a bit embarrassing. And this would be an even better song, uh, striking out and rejecting her, the woman who takes care of the, uh, the castle, the one who plays the kind of step, evil stepmother role. The door, I don't care what they're going to say. The first movie I ever saw her in was Enchanted. Uh, I obviously <laughs> wasn't able to see her on in Wicked when she was uh, doing it. I did see Wicked when I was in high school, but not with her in the cast. to me at all luckily the public school I was in had a deal where they gave us $20 tickets for one show just for me I'm free all great for this song I think a lot of the mess may have come from when they meant her to be the villain, like the short story, and then after seeing this song, after how it developed, deciding that she would not be a villain. Which ultimately I think is the right choice. As rich as it would be to have a conflict between sisters, that would also be rich, and I would love to see it. But I think it was a good choice, but then that just turns and does all the messy stuff where things feel forced, where that guy from Wesselton is just wasted, where the turn with Hans, where uh, uh, he becomes the big bad or whatever. And then I don't know if they had planned the Kristoff thing. I think that seems like it was more planned where like she'll realize that Hans isn't the guy for her and Kristoff might be. Break of dawn, let go, let it go. The perfect girl is gone. Oh, I missed the part that I don't like. The f the filler is about the like the uh, fractals reaching to the sky, something like that. I don't like that. It, it's it would have been so simple to find a meaningful, uh, you know, meaningful something to replace that filler line. But that was really it. Now, here can be the first time we ever meet Kristoff. We never see him as a kid. We meet him at the how she normally meets him. Boom. Love it. Like I said, half this movie I like, half this movie I have issues with.
love her waddling after this. And this is the first time we meet Kristoff. Ever. Maybe we don't even see him earlier at the coronation, actually. He's heartbroken. We're better than people. Sven, don't you think that's true? I love this song as well. Yeah. Oh, this is great.
And ironically, that would make it kind of a funny parallel to Elsa back in the day when she pushed her parents to keep going it when it was too late. Stupid rock trolls. give it credit where I think credit is due. This movie goes, is killing it for how long? Like 20 minutes now? Ever since she was almost to the sauna place? Hmm. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> All great. Killed it. And we're almost to my favorite song in the whole movie. Which actually is also like Frozen 2's equivalent of this next song is my favorite song there too. This is my favorite song. Whole thing. <laughs> Summer. Tanned in summer. Mm. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> be a happy snowman love that this is supposed to be a hate commentary what am I doing <laughs> don't worry there's more stuff I hate later <laughs> In summer! Hmm? In And this would be the part where, like, the yeah, housekeeper of the castle approaches the Duke of Wesselton to conspire. And now he goes to save her because he's getting scared that his chance of being a prince or possible king is... Slipping through his fingers. Through his fingers. Two. Cut that out. No more teasing the stupid love experts. <laughs> 
I'm not afraid. <laughs> Yeah, this song's alright. <laughs> First time in forever.
I hate this fucking line. Ugh. Deep, 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 deep. Never mind, this this song builds into a much better time. I love this. Yeah, this is fine. No. I guess we need the uh the heart thing. The ice hurting her. Doesn't need to be the heart or anything, but there could be a legend of uh if the cursed they're called the cursed because uh, anyone touched by their magic is cursed and that's not they find out that that's not necessarily true but in terms of like that moment where she gets hit yes she it's like a poison apple to her where yes yeah, she does need true love to help her and we can set up the True love's kiss, uh, fake out. <laughs> Snow anchor. Interesting. <laughs> Out of shit, that's funny. Doing a good job, the movie. Ooh. 
super cute. Super cute. If they cut out this fixer-upper bullshit, then in my rewrite, maybe we keep the rock trolls to talk about the the legend of the curse or someone who needs to communicate that. Or maybe we just communicate it earlier when everyone's freaking out and they're like, The curse! If they touch you with your magic, you'll die! And then when she gets hit, she touched you with her magic. You're, gonna, you're slowly dying. And then maybe the rock trolls or something like that saying, Love can fix it. <laughs> Alright, let's keep it to Rock Trolls so that we can have that moment. <laughs> yeah, stop talking about the love expert thing though. And, by the way, in my rewrite, the rock trolls have never been on screen yet. That's where we start all this cut out. <sighs> Alright, 
It's a fine song, but in the context of the movie, it's just awful. Horribly placed, just wasting time, not adding anything, and... Like, she's dying. See, maybe from there when they talk about her sister. Talk about her sister. Make that little part of how uh, people don't change, but love is a force, uh, you know, and talking about the how people act in anger when they're scared and stuff like that. Make the song about her and her sister and the, the and love being the thing to... Uh, fix a curse from one of the cursed. And, you know, as far as his villain turn later, people take a clip of him taking the crossbow that would have killed her and pointing at the chandelier and him seeing the chandelier beforehand. So that be a premeditated... 
a premeditated move, but that's not good enough for me. He stops a sure kill for an alternate kill attempt. And the villain turn is still dumb. Maybe he's a little less heroic. I wouldn't make him so heroic with uh, the subtitles said Marshmallow, uh, that big monster. Um, you know, he wouldn't cut off the arm. Maybe he would run a little more and another soldier would do that. Just so that fits more in line with his character and makes his turn later where he decides to be heroic and save Elsa for Anna uh, more, more impactful. See this. He's still kind of a good guy. See that shit? He would have killed her if that was his ultimate goal. That was a stupid thing to go for that. Just pretend like you didn't see it. So, yeah, that's dumb. I guess there is an argument that he did the chandelier so that he could get her in jail to reverse winter. But, yeah, like I said, villain turns still dumb. So, <sighs> I know where. I want to give the movie credit where it's due. Even if I disagree with the ultimate result.
What a beautiful moment. All that. Very good. And cue the stupid twist. And the music building it up too. That's especially, I know it's queuing it up for the twist, but makes it, ugh. There's no reason for him to be a dick right now. Now instead, if I didn't say it before, when that moment came, he'd say, Anna, I want to, but it won't work. I'm sorry. And then say that, and maybe a little gently. But then Annie says he's gonna kill, uh... I'll try to open my cover. So... I guess he could've... Let her die up on the mountain. Ugh. Maybe right... Before... Anna gets there. The, uh, Wesselton, the Duke of Wesselton, and the caretaker of the castle stage a coup. So he knows they've taken control, and he kind of, like, lets the caretaker do it, because he's not a prince yet. Um, and he's trying to find Elsa. Then after finding that, uh, he figures that they're gonna kill. Elsa, or he finds Anna, and he figures they're gonna kill Elsa, so he volunteers to save her as apology for lying to Anna.
Love it. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Love this. This is perfect. Keep it. Now the Duke of Wesselton has his men, and the caretaker of the castle gets like a really obnoxiously big knife to go kill Elsa. Psst. Olaf.
So Elsa's getting stuck with that right now. And the caretaker saying, why couldn't you just leave? The longer you're here, the sicker Elsa will, or Anna will get to try to push Elsa away. So she can either get her to run away forever or to kill her. Then maybe uh, Kristoff runs into Elsa, uh, like right after she defeats them, and she's about to leave, and he's like, I need to find Anna. Only an act of true love will save her. But like, wait, so it's not me? I'm like, no, you started it, but you leaving won't change anything. And then they try to find her, and Kristoff doesn't make it, but Elsa finds Anna. And then true love. True love solves. Alright, sorry, my ear pod uh, paused it, so maybe pause it for a second, literally a second, and then unpause it again. Yeah, this, this, uh, she's already dead thing is so stupid. Maybe this still happens. The caretaker of the castle tries to kill her behind Elsa's back.
Han's already sacrificed himself to save Elsa. Uh, and, but that was a little bit away. And then uh, Anna saves Elsa like this so that she can cure her frozen heart. And I'm totally fine with this being way too cheesy. But take away the chanting. Keep that for the sequel. It was beautiful in the sequel. I will say one thing to change in Frozen 2 is let Arendelle be destroyed. Let that be as, like Asgard and Thor Ragnarok.
Maybe here there needs to be a speech of and once and for all I am sorry for everything but let me make it up for you and I hope you can use my powers for good and then And that was my hate commentary of Frozen. I just have those, the big issues for me, which was the whole Frozen mind memory BS and the rock trolls in the beginning and the, the Fixer Upper song and the Hans turn and the locking your sister out of your room for 13 years and it'd be fine. Pretty much. Uh, and the parents dying for no reason. It's just like, uh, that's what I would change about Cool Beans. Thanks for joining me. And I like Frozen 2. I like it. You know, it's a solid movie. I don't have a ton of stuff that I'm like, rah, rah, rah. the only thing I would really change in Frozen 2 is, well, if I got my way, there would be no retconning of the ship. You wouldn't need that. Uh, the ship crash and shipwreck and um, the saving Verendel. Let it be like uh, Asgard and Thor Ragnarok. Let them move on. Um, like that. But other than that, I'm, I'm down with Frozen 2. Uh, but yeah, that's, I would, I would have a major rewrite session for Frozen 1. And I have no problem with my daughter loving this movie. Uh, she loves it. She understands I don't like it. Um, and I don't love it. But there's a lot I do like. Like, there was that huge stretch when she went to the sauna all the way to the, like, snowman throwing them off the cliff. That was like, I would change something about this. There's huge chunks and big parts of this movie that are very good um, and should just be unchanged, except maybe like a line every once in a while where Kristoff says the love experts. But that's it. Thanks. Uh, check out the podcasts and the other videos. Uh, Linktree, linktr.ee forward slash movies are dope. Hit me up. Bye.